Hello and welcome to Meet the Parents, uh, a loosely based parenting podcast that talks about comedy and talks about our lives. It I'm doesn't Sean talk Haggerty. we do. Do you <laughs> yeah. And welcome to this episode, yeah. How are you? My legal name is actually Hegarty though. This is an ongoing discussion, isn't it? Yeah, this is your stage name. Well, I Dionadori is my obviously original biological name and... I like when too, when you say it to people and then there's always that old tax joke comes in. Tax? Oh, <laughs> I, it's like tax evasion. And then I always be like, uh, oh, I'm Hegarty when I'm ringing a Chinese at the doctors, but I'm Doherty mm. when I'm earning the money, just yeah. in case of the inevitable divorce. You never know. I'll take my, my next husband's surname. You'll take your next husband's? Our two surnames are very similar, though. D- D- like Doherty and Hegarty, they're basically the mm. same name. Like if you were double barreled, Hegarty Doherty or Doherty Hegarty, it'd but be real... That's the way my name is on Facebook, but only because mm-hmm. I refuse to give up the Doherty. But it's not, that's not my name. But I've had a few inquiries to my agent and then the subject line has been all Duna, Doherty, Hegarty. And I was like, mm-hmm. that sounds so rotten. Someone has obviously seen you on just that platform and, and went, that's her that. name. But yeah. I wonder who would see me just on Facebook and want to hire me for anything because that's not where my best shit is. <laughs> it's just like, because it's like a private Facebook account. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? You have a page as well. Oh, I know, but I, I stopped using that. Don't be going there for anything. Oh, really? Aye. I think I have about five or six pages over the years. Too many like things. Facebook pages that I started and I just stopped after a couple of months. Every now and then, my brain needs like a declutter yeah. and then I'll like get rid of some stuff. Speaking of that, we've had the most pandemonic morning ever. It's been, do you know how long, do you know, do you know what time we left the house at? Over two hours ago, two and a half hours ago right now, we left the house to get here. That's how long it takes to leave three kids off in three different places and just get through the traffic and it was absolutely mayhem and do you know what the beginning of the mayhem is and now for us in the mornings it's bittersweet because our kids are sleeping in a wee bit later and yet that means we have less time to get ready yeah. and you're caught between a rock and a hard place so for like the past couple of years we've been like screaming be like winter please sleep to like half six seven that would be like the best thing ever and now we're going winter would you wake up earlier we don't have any time to get ready <laughs> do you know what I mean I know then the M1 doesn't help as well I'm I'm convinced that the M1, right, I think they just set like two old people to go down about half seven in the morning and then just, <laughs> just stop halfway down and just, just wait or go really slowly and just wait till there's a big backlog and then see after about half nine, just... Start driving again? Stick the boot down. Yeah, because it always happens. You're always pointing out the fact that when you're stuck in traffic, everyone will be going really slowly and then all of a sudden everything speeds up again and you're like, well, well, what, what, what was happened? the problem? What happened? What was I, happening? Out of nowhere. Halfway down the motorway, just everyone just starts doing 70 again. <laughs> so weird, isn't it? I, know, I always it. thought, see, like in football, right, this is going to bore you these next 20 seconds, but um, for the for the Bet lads. you won't have you watched the Beckham documentary and big into the football you now. You love it now, don't you? Big into the You're football. You're like, does it take the tops off after every game? <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with the info. <laughs> so in, in football, right, we have like offside, we as if I'm part of it. I know what that means. But see, on offside. the advertising boards, I think they should get, a, get rid of the linesmen. Or lines women or lines people, and just have like a camera that f- sits on like the last person, and then it just the, the camera just goes up and down the advertising boards. Whereas I think, do you know, the big bollard kind of thing that goes the whole way up the M1, I think there should be like someone on a machine that uses like controls uh-huh. and he just flies up the M1 to the front of the queue and he goes, Maggie, fucking come on, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, spins yeah. back down. And he goes, Guys, it's Maggie, <laughs> and then just chases everybody on up. I just there was a standstill one time. Um, on the po- uh, after I did a podcast and I was driving down whatever motorway it is it's near like the Belfast airport and I had to get out of the car and walk like this it was like do you ever see one of those movies where it's like the end of the world I've always wanted that to happen then somebody throws a football out and then it's all yeah and then somebody hires the radio like the world war <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted that so that actually happened to you well no there wasn't a football I no. know I know but people <laughs> actually <laughs> 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 but, um, but all, all the cars were stopped and I got to get out of it and like walk down the motorway but it was one of those ones where you'd love to like do you like if in a movie it's like everyone's all beep beep it's like every, you're like overstimulated loads of noises everything's going everyone's like going getting angry and all and then you step out of your car and all of a sudden nobody's about anymore and you're walking down the motorway on your own all the cars are empty mm. it's like a hundred years have passed everyone's died there's ash there's an ash cloud and then a dinosaur jumps over the Harlem Wolf and boots the balls at the falls <laughs> And it's like you and Indiana Jones just running with this ball coming towards you. 
I mean, that's not no no what I just said happened, but the well the cars all stopped at a standstill and I got out and walked down because I could see police up ahead and I'm not gonna lie, all I wanted to see was what was I wanted to be a nosy bastard. I was like, What's happening up there? And uh actually when I got there, but, but I got about ten cars before where they were and everyone started moving again and I had a beeline back down to the car <laughs> and get back in and start driving. And Lara Ricotta, he was on the Remember When, was in the car with me. And she was like, we got to go, we got to go. I'm going to I'm gonna be late for my my flight. And then she had a flyer under the airport. But it was like running down the motorway. And then I became the person that was holding everyone up yeah. because my car was stopped. I think 30 cars <laughs> down. Someone was like, started walking up. And they're all, you're we girl from Derry Girls. It's just fucking dandered up and down the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Oh, where's my car? Some Spanish girl, she has her hostage. So I need my plane. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Um, the reason though our mornings have been, are, are, I, I was not going to say this on the podcast for ages because as soon as I start Sad. to say something about winter sleeping better, what happens? She wakes up at four in the morning, that's her, Aye. all day. So I've been trialing and testing something for the past, how many weeks? Two weeks? Mm. We've been giving our daughter Don't drugs. <laughs> no, we've been giving her magnesium supplements, mm-hmm. which is so rare. Like I saw. I like we sweets, aren't they? Well, no, no, no. That's just her vitamins. But she, it's a, it's a like a oh, the juice. looks like Calpol, but it's like yeah. yellow. But we call it vitamin just to her to trick yeah. her into drinking it because she's been do those do those Baraka tablets because she's been drinking them and she thinks it's like fuzzy juice. So she drinks them. We call it vitamin juice. So I like. Um, by the way, do you know the one that's the magnesium? Absolutely tastes like shit. Really? I but the I the one that she wants every She loves it, but that's because I tricked her into saying this is a new vitamin juice. And she was all, well, this I've I've tricked her brain into thinking mm. it tastes nice. Tastes like shit. The vitamin C is like fond of orange though, it's lovely. That's why she it's buzzes great. off them all because she thinks mm. they're like fizzy juice. So we've been giving her magnesium, like a, it's a calcium and magnesium mix, it's called CalMag. And we've been giving her that. I and I, that. since the, I mean, since the day she has been taking five mils of that, she has slept every single day, 6.15, between 6.15, what she got this morning? 10 to 7? No, half six. No, it wasn't. Half six. Well, okay, half six, whatever. But she used to get up at half five. That yeah. extra hour is the difference in your yeah. day being shit or your day being bearable. <laughs> yeah. So any magnesium companies out there, give us a shout if you want to Send us your magnesium. You. Yeah. But I've started but that, taking it as well, so hoping it'll go into Rockies. It'll go into my breast milk and Rocky will drink it, but that wee shit was up five times last night. Why don't you just give it directly to him? Because he's four months old, Sean. You can't give a four-month-old magnesium? No, you can barely. We're 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 taking the piss. Give it to winter. You have to be over three. No, I'll be honest with you. Right, see, before you bought that stuff, I thought magnesium was a metal. It is. No, it is. No, it is. Like zinc. Like yeah. Zinc a metal. Yeah, but they're all they're all. I mean, I don't know how it works. I don't think they're they're like melting down a two p and you're you're like putting it under a syringe. But like all those things are metals. But you need metals. I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm if, pretty if you sure ran you a metal detector over a bottle of magnesium, do you think it would go beep, 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 beep? Oh, I don't know. That's so rare. They are metal, though, but they've been made into a juice. <laughs> no. No. There must be two magnesiums. Do you know what it is? It's like obviously science They have the same components or elements or breakdown or... I'm, I'm, I, I did science for GCSE, like... And I am not sounding like I did. 20 years ago. <laughs> Before magnesium was invented. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it's been working, isn't it? Mm. It's been like, I, I, I keep saying, oh, I read this thing online, but I didn't have seen a TikTok video. And it was that. It was like, give your kids magnesium. So you can't give it to Rocky, but he can get it through my nutrients, through my milk. Yeah. You can't give him anything directly. Although you've been at him like ice pops. No harm in it. Like, he's four months old. He's like an, an ice pop. I mean, you say a licking, he's like, he sticks his tongue out and I like, just sort of like dangle it and he barely get it. It's the more the cold sensation. I, I don't think any juice is going into his system at all. Well. In any shape or form. Plus, what's it going to do? Rot his gums? <laughs> do you know what I mean? He has no teeth. I know, but I just, I just get him, I know, used to things. See what you say on TikTok there? I cannot say TikTok without thinking of like a North Coast Coleraine accent. TikTok. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's just the videos that I've seen when I've been on there, like over the six months day year that I've flicked on it four times. You've just seen a lot of people from Coleraine on TikTok, there? TikTok, yeah. Is that the way people from Coleraine sound? Yeah. Is it? That sounds very Balamina. 
It's all up that direction, isn't it? Are they near each other? That's something. So when you go past Balamina to nope. get to Coleraine? Don't know anything. You were in Coleraine last week? Don't know anywhere. I also was in Balamina last week. <laughs> I have no notion how to get anywhere. Sat you have nav. no idea. Sat nav. You have no idea. I couldn't yeah. get home. I have no idea. When I go to somewhere, I, c- I can't get home without uh-huh. my sat nav. See, as well, Diona doesn't know where anywhere is on the map. Even even in, in Ireland or anything. The world. You couldn't tell me. Like, if I say, where, where do we live? And I'm like, I'll give you a clue. It's bottom right of Loch Ness. And you're like, where's Loch Ness? And you're like at the Liffey. Even that confused my brain there now. But even like the world map, I, w- I didn't know what countries are beside each other or anything like that. And then we bought, oh, I bought this like wooden, like art, are they looking like 3D map that like we've stuck to the wall that's like a piece of art sort of but also I was like well I'm going to use that to learn where the countries are just because like I should know probably shouldn't I never have I learned one country hmm. it's been there a year and a half I haven't looked at it and like, it's in the corner of the room that's why remember Darren Matthews and his and his girlfriend came to our house one day and she was like I can't believe your living room like everything that we had on our walls she had tattoos off she was all there's the world map there's an elephant and I was a bit weird she had a portrait of all of us but <laughs> But you know the fact that she had all these things oh, that were so all scattered weird. around our living room it was like this is mental. <laughs> I forgot about that. So weird. Um, we wanted to talk mainly today about what it's like to have um, elephant tattoos. No, what it's <laughs> like to have a blended family, which is what we have, isn't it? It's the the, the future, isn't it? It's and very the much present. the present. Very much the present. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for, you're planning on blending it even more somewhere else for society. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I, I because I suppose whenever we were growing up, it wasn't that common that there would be like, be like kids in your class who had like step brothers, step sisters, step parents. Like it was a, yeah. it wouldn't. But now it's much more common because people realise they don't have to stay together if they don't want to, and the kids yeah, can be it, raised yeah. in two different yeah. houses. It's and like you don't have to be miserable anymore. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, what was your? So obviously we have five kids between us. So when the, I met the boys, like I was so young when I when I met uh, you. Don't say that. On I was. Here. No, I was like 22, 23. Aye, yeah, aye. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> you were like 86. Hugh Hefner. Um, I was really young to be somebody who's like getting into a relationship with someone who has three children. But only because I started so young as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you you, you had three children by the time, mm. by that age, by like 23 or whatever. Mm. So like when I first met you, I don't think I thought... It through. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think I was like, oh, I'll be a stepmom and like, I'll be like half rearing these kids, you know, whenever I'm only in my mid, early, early to mid 20s sort of thing. Mm. What were you, what did you think whenever like we decided, okay, like we'll be together and we'll like eventually get married and stuff? Were you, what was your main worry about introducing somebody to the kids? Um, well, when did when when did I introduce you to them? It like was a couple a good months later, six months or something, wasn't I, I, it? I'd say four or five months. I yeah, but even then, it was just you were introduced as my partner. Do you know what I mean it wasn't like here, kids? This is your new stepmom. It yeah. was like they're like daddy's in business with some twenty-two-year-old from Derry. <laughs> <laughs> even the the word stepmom, I don't think was ever even said in our house until maybe well, till we got married before Winter was born. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before, it was just like. This is my girlfriend or my wife or whatever. Call her Diona, and that's it. Like she, she lives with us, and she's going to be here when you are here. And <clears throat> there was no real. Let's all sit down and talk about what titles we're going to give each other. Do you know what I mean? It was just like like, like a, even though you played the the super or the you go to super mom. That's fine. Mom. You can do that if you want. It's both. You played the stepmom role. The, the the entire time you were with them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like they were running towards the road and you were just like, not my problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you were the responsible adult in the room at the at the, each time they were there. Yeah, because from really early on, I'd have been like, I I'd have do, done all the things a parent would do. I was making their dinners and doing their homeworks with them and you know washing their clothes and getting them ready for bed and doing all the things that like it wasn't like. Obviously, you'd have done more than that for the boys than I would have, but I still would have done all of the stuff that you'd expect from yeah. a parent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, there was a long time where we, I've always got on really well with the boys, but there was a long time before we would all sort of allow ourselves to like hug. 
mm. and stuff as well. I think it was out of respect for their mum too, and sort of just like the boys probably didn't want to like. Yeah, you wanted to not to force yourself upon them, and I make, let you them have make to hold the me, and yeah. you know that sort of thing. But it was weird too. Do you remember one day? It might have been just after we got married, or it might have been before. And I says to you, like, because even like when my mum and dad were there, or do you know your mum and dad? If if the boys came home. And your mum and dad were there. They would go straight over and hug give them. them a hug. But you were the only one that didn't hug. Right. And I know that was out of like respect for their mum and everything else. But then, remember, there came a time and I says, "Do you just just start hugging them?" Yeah. When they come, and I know it wasn't. It was you not hugging them out of respect for them and it, the situation. It wasn't. I didn't you want just them going, to ever feel like because you don't know how to navigate. That's a really mm. difficult world to navigate, especially wee for wee too. kids. Yeah. And you don't want them to feel like, oh, I've given her a hug and she does fill a maternal role in in my life. But I don't want my I don't want to don't want them to feel like they've done their ma dirty. Yeah. Do you know that sort of way and make them feel bad about having a stepmom and like showing her affection or caring for her yeah. when if that made them feel bad for you know doing that because that's I can I can do without a hug if if it's going to make them feel bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then it made which was weird because obviously we have we do know other people in our lives who are step parents as well and their relationship was never as. They would have been hugging from the start and like being affectionate from the start, but it took a, took a couple of years before the boys and I would have, you know, I know it's normal and has been yeah, for yeah. and has been for years, but it was a long time before we would show each other any affection. Yeah, it was all the sort of like jobs, and to be honest, I do feel like that made it harder for me as well not having kids because I would do all of the parenting stuff and get none of the love hmm. for years. It's the worst part of it, isn't it, it was the hardest part. I remember being like I do all the cooking and the cleaning and pay for things and driving them places and doing their homeworks. Like I religiously did their homeworks and helped them study for exams and did all the hard bits of parenting, but got absolutely, got all, got, got, you know, a great relationship and, and respect from them. But we, we never shared like a, yeah, there was no, there was no love and affection because it was like, almost like this elephant in the room that, they, they, everyone would feel like they were doing their mad dirty by showing me any sort of affection. So I remember just being like, that has highlighted the fact that I want kids even more because I am getting, I'm doing all of the shit and getting none of the, none of the good parts. Yeah, which it, yeah, it's awful, isn't it? For years. For years. But then now, what <clears throat> would you say? Not what's the difference because we know there's a difference when we actually had a child together. Then mm-hmm. when we had winter two and a half years ago, how would you? What's the difference between before and after to you? So do you mean what's the difference after I have my own kids? What's the difference with my with feelings towards and, the boys and relationships towards and you being my step-kids? a stepmom and everything else? Because there was a time when you, I'm not going to say resented the role because no one, no, I need to be careful what I say, but uh, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you, well, I struggled with it for a long time, obviously. As expected, yeah. Yeah, because one I struggled with it because I, as I just said, was doing all of the hard stuff and getting very little of the, like as a parent, there's so much shit that goes with it. So much exhausting stuff, so much difficult things, but you get this like unconditional love. Your child looks at you once or smiles at you or gives you a hug or gives you a kiss and the three hours of tantrums before that and the 14 shitty pairs of knickers that were meant to be in a nappy or in the potty doesn't matter because you've got that two seconds of a hug and you're like, oh, it's all okay. But I was never getting that bit to make all the shit okay so it was it was that's why I struggled and also as well like if we're being completely honest like I went from like one person with an income to now I have three dependents with you you know it's like my income is now being spread so much thinner Mm. than it would have been before and that was like oh I can't actually just be selfish with my money anymore because my money's our family's money now which is fine but it's quite difficult to like go oh I'm tw- I'm 24 I'm 25 but I'm paying for school uniforms and I'm paying for all these things and that's so normal now but it's an adjustment and that's just being honest that's a financial course, adjustment yeah. as well yeah. and that's a it's a very selfless thing that you've done too because when you think back like what within the first week or so of us meeting it was I'm paying for these coffees no I am no I am and then it was like do you know what it doesn't matter like yeah, our money's blended it, do you know what I mean so I think f- from that like, worked out well for you didn't it <laughs> I'm only joking <laughs> <laughs> from like two or three months into our relationship we pretty much just shared everything, including yeah. our, our money and stuff. And it didn't matter. Like, we were very transparent with, like, I, I don't understand how couples are now like, oh, he gave me 50 quid for 
I so like a, the husband goes, something. go pick up the kids and I'll give you 50 quid. And the yeah. woman's all, no problem. Or vice versa. And you're like, what I think it's is weird going on? When kids go, my daddy got me that for Christmas and my mommy got me that. But they live in the house. Like mm. They and dad are together. But they keep that separate. But they keep their finances separate. Yeah. But I suppose just whatever whatever works for you. But oh, of so course. as regards like the, the, the difference now, I think since having, since having my own kids, I am... Um, Less obviously, you can't be like, oh, the house isn't tidy, and like people haven't put their shit back, and blah blah blah. So I would have been way more like I would have been preoccupied with the tidiness of the house and like people being on time for things or picking up after themselves way more than I am now because it's just you just there's not enough room in your brain to be bothered about that stuff that doesn't really matter. I think after having kids, I allowed them to be more kids. June said not and didn't expect as much yeah. of them. Yeah, because you forget that when you forget when kids are kids that you're like you expect sometimes now even with winter like winter's two and a half and because Rocky's a blob and he's a couple months old and he literally can do nothing for himself that you forget that she's only two and a half when yeah. you're like can you not just go do the thing or go get this or can you like stop crying over that that's not and then you're like actually if he wasn't here we'd still be looking at her like she's a baby but because there's an actual baby there you expect her to grow up and sometimes it's yeah. not fair, isn't it? Not? I know what you mean. I know, I know. But I feel like as well that your your relationship with the boys since Winter and Rocky, our kids have came along, they've went, your relationship with them has went from really good to even better. Oh, why? Because definitely. Because you have this shared kind of thing that, you know. Yeah. And, and these also. These are your brothers, this is your brother and sister. And, yeah. you know, it's it, it almost like brought us all together. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Even and, though we were before. Um, and if we're being honest, which we've always said we would be on this. We should have called the, the whole podcast, if we're being honest. If we're being honest. If we're being honest. Yeah. And we were laying up until now. Um, like, that's the other thing I really struggled with before having kids, is that, you know, the man I'd married and the man that I'm having kids with already has done that and has three children. And I was worried that whenever we had winter that it wouldn't feel special to you because I'd be like, well, you you have three children. You've already experienced that joy of having three kids already. And I was worried that, that it would be like, but now that I have two, I realise that no matter how many you have, every one is as special as the last and every yeah. birth is as special as the last. So it wasn't that was never going to be Plus an issue. Plus if you watch back our first episode, I cried when we were <laughs> no, born, didn't. you didn't. So <laughs> maybe I should question you. <laughs> I think I was just worried that like, oh, you've done it already. And maybe even a wee bit resentful because I was like, oh, you don't, that's, that's not what you expect. When you're growing up, you don't think you're going to get married to somebody who has already got children to somebody else. And that experience of learning those things together is taken from me because that yeah. other person already knows. Little did I know, you knew fuck all. So it was grand. Yeah. Um, so lower, lower your expectations, Lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then whenever we had... Our kids, I was never thought I'd see the day, but I was like so grateful that we had the boys hmm. because immediately three Winter had three big brothers who doted on her and she's mad about them. Yeah. And these people who love to play with her, like she's got, she's got, she's got three brothers before she has Rocky who dote on her and love playing with her. And like, how could you, how could there ever be room to be annoyed when people just love your child? Exactly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think one thing that I, as a, as a, a parent of, what? how do you say it? Like, children. Children. Wayne's. You're looking for the dairy Wayne's. Way? That's <laughs> it. But of having like three boys and then having, you know, two kids and having them with different people is that I think I will struggle for the rest of my life to always find a balance and not be able to just switch off. Do you know, like when you're, like obviously when R2 and I are like two wee kids, they're two wee babies, do you know, when mm. they, they need your attention, they need your affection yeah. so much more than the older ones. Yeah. Every time I'm like playing with them or kissing them or, you know, just hugging around them and just being affectionate and stuff, I always feel guilty and feel bad that I'm not... That like second, do Replicating, with the you know, older one, yeah. yeah. And e even though think back to when you were a teenager and you, you weren't going oh mummy and daddy let's go hang out for yeah. the bed you know, or give you me were, a kiss yeah. yeah you wanted to be on your own you wanted your own space independence and so also if you think back to when your older ones were babies you, do, you were doing all that with them then because yeah, you have course, a different your relationship changes yeah. at every stage of their life do you know what I mean but I think it's a mixture of my brain just not being able to switch off and always thinking of all these like different outcomes and scenarios mm. but also just you don't want anyone to feel left out and you don't want anyone to 
y- you want them to just go, if you could see what's going on in my head and know that I have the same amount of love for all of you, mm. that you don't want to feel like oh, see, he's, because, tra- he's treating him better than me. Or And I think that's because there are like obviously the boys and the two wee ones. And I think that there's another factor there and it's that, that they're older. And if, if the five of them are all mine and all lived in our house full time, the older ones would still spend less time with us. It's not because yeah. they, they they spend half the week at their mum's house. It's That's because it. they're teenagers. Yeah. They're like 14, 16 and 19 and they they have their own mates and their own lives and like jobs and football and school. Like, whereas the wee ones, we're their own, we're, we're their whole world. That's all they have. We, that They just want to hang around with us. Mm-hmm. And as they get older, they, they're like, couldn't they make anything worse? I know. Well, well, on a general term for parents, but me and you are pretty cool as parents. I am. You've got a 90s room. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I'm only joking, you are very cool, Dad. Like, I would 100%. Is there a cool quiz we could take to see who's the coolest? Because oh. I think I would bother you in that. See, see, even you asking, is there a cool quiz? I think that makes you quite uncool. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> even just going, is there a cool quiz I can take around here that would show off how hip and hop I am? Like, come on now. What what would be the barometer? Like, what would the what would the questions be about? Do you mean like knowing about pop culture and all? Just what what's cool and what's not? Do you know if what that, would you do in this situation? So and subjective. then right, let's get. I was going to say let's bring some kids in next week and like <laughs> get You're the full right. like competition. Do you mean like for them to go? How would you react to this? Or like name name everybody who's on the weekend? That's just one guy, isn't it? Yeah, the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a band. Don't call yourself there or something if it's just one guy. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, but you, you are a cool dad because you you still you still Say like, it slower. You are a cool dad. Cool, there's your clip. <laughs> just just that. That'll be just for me. Well, because I think it's the job that you do as well. You know, you obviously you're a comedian, and the boys think that's great, and they they see you do online stuff, and because online is now where where the cool kids are, hmm. that like. They they probably do. Like, do you think they enjoy that? And like, whenever they go into school, and like, it's obviously whenever you were doing all the Rodney stuff, there was like the boys' friends would have known of the character Rodney, and like, do you think they'd have buzzed off that or been? Like, well, yeah, from speaking to them, you know that they did buzz off it because I would say to them like, you know, does that embarrass you or how are you feeling? They're like, oh, it's class. You know, everybody mm. knows you and. They, they've seen them in a few videos and they've seen, you know, just our house yeah. or whatever. So yeah. the, the there were times where they were quite sort of quizzical. Yeah. Is that a word? Mad about your quizzes today, aren't you? Love a good quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas they would be, um, they, they would be very quizzical towards the boys and asking them, do you know, like, oh, what what's your dad doing this or when's yeah, the next yeah, video yeah. coming out or what's it going to be of or, yeah. do you know, so yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. What would you say is the best thing about having like a big blended family like ours? What's 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 a positive so we can encourage people to get a divorce and meet somebody else and have kids? <laughs> Do you know what I love, right? We we both like get horny over Christmas. Don't I knew we? you were gonna say Christmas. Yeah. I knew you we, were gonna say Christmas gives me such a boner. Yeah, yeah. We we live for it. Like we Christmas for is it. class. Like first of November, tree goes up. Cannot wait. No, it doesn't. But if we had our way, we had a Christmas themed wedding. We'd Santa at our wedding. We had a choir singing Christmas songs. Who the fuck laughed to say that we'd Santa at our wedding? Dan, so rude. Awful. Santa at our wedding gave out presents. Is your invite gone for the next one, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) I'll invite you to mine. Uh, yeah, we we do you know what we uh, we had a choir called Encore Choir, and they they're, from, they're like based in the Millennium Forum in Derry, and there was like maybe twenty of them. They got the bus down from Derry to Cabra Castle, and they like they got up, and they sang, but they had like they were just class. They had they all these amazing. wee dance moves and all. Do you remember? Yeah. That? No, don't you dare look back! And yeah. they all did this here. <laughs> and then whenever they left everyone formed like a guard of honour throughout the and they ran through it like footballers and they, yeah. it was just hilarious they buzzed off it they just buzzed as much as we did didn't they Paddy McDonald was at my wedding and went over to my dad and was like doesn't Diona look lovely and my dad was all yeah my daughter's wedding and you don't know her name I know I know <laughs> uh, but yeah so we buzzed off Christmas yeah 
And I think when, the, like the likes of, you know, if the, the boys are all in university, you know, winter and Rocky's up a wee bit and they all come home for Christmas and it's like the holidays then. And Yeah, uh, I love that you're like, the rest of the year it's just oh, us, shite. but at Christmas. Yeah, everyone yeah. comes back, Joe, six cars in the drive. Yeah, just because we, we both all have drinks home together. Alone. Yeah, we do. We're yeah. like loads of kids, one around the house, Christmas mm. trees everywhere. The bold ones in the attic. Yeah, <laughs> somebody gets an iron to their head. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that that's one thing I'm really looking forward to in the future, and that's what I love about just a. It's not necessarily the blended family, but for us, it is obviously yeah. a blended family. So, but do you remember last Christmas that. Day? No, I don't remember yesterday. Okay, let me refresh your memory because it was not the Home Alone style fun that we thought it was going to be. Winter was a nightmare. Was she? she yapped start to finish all day long. She had no concept of Christmas. She was one and a half and she did nothing but yap. And I remember, do you remember we were sitting like us here <laughs> in the wee living room just like dead, dead to the world, just exhausted because we've been up since like Sally o'clock as well. And like Winter was just like the whole day and like didn't really care. Her bike that we got her was far too big so she couldn't yeah. get on it. She fell over and she whacked her head. It. Yeah, she got on it once and then just went bump and just fell off. <laughs> yeah. It was like slow mo just going <laughs> I still think she has PTSD because we've tried to give it to her like every birthday and stuff since and she still is just like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, the the bike's traumatising. So obviously like her main present she couldn't have because it was too big. And then like it was just, it was just like, and it was like another day because she didn't really understand the Santa stuff. Now this year will be different, but I remember during that day going, I, this is not, this isn't a fun Christmas day. But then we like ate our weight in chocolate and had drinks and stuff, didn't we, that night? I don't, did we? I, I mean, so. that sounds like us. We put Top of the Pops and stuff on and... That does sound like us as well. Yeah. We're so obsessed with the past. I know, I know. <laughs> Better times. Bring it back to a simpler life. <laughs> so I'm thinking what I can do next with my 90s room because no. I'm, I'm over that now. Are you over it? I what a waste so. of money, time and effort. What a waste. What are you doing? So are you, you saying, actually going to do another thing? So are you saying never buy plasters? What? Never buy plasters? Is that what that is for you, a plaster? No, but that's, it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? No, but a plaster stop, if you've got a cut, you put a plaster on to stop your trousers rubbing against it and hurting aye, the cut. Aye. So what's the... Well, stop me from overdosing. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm only stop. joking. But so what are you planning on doing now? I don't know, I don't know. I'll have a wee think. I thought you said you had you had an idea. No, not yet. I'll, I'll think of something though. I'll go on Pinterest later on. The oh my God, go you, and he will. He actually will. I will. I'll I will. find a new thing. That's well, absolutely madness. I made a Halloween screen out of our window last week. You loved that, Oh, didn't it you? was class. Yeah. yeah. So we taped, what is it? They're like painter's sheets or something. They're, do you know, like they're really, really thin, almost like a carrier bag. You see the crime just, scene? Yeah. So you get so about... why did you have them? From the previous crime scene. <laughs> so you get about five or six of them and cut them to the shape of your window. And then if you have a projector, you can put your projector in the living room and shine it against the window. And there's loads of YouTube videos you can put on for like a Halloween projection. And it looked and like it there was people like climbing out of our window and all. And it, it was class. It was unreal. It was class. I know why you have those sheets. Why? Because, and this leads us to something that we should talk about. Same date one. night. Oh, date night. Date night. Right. No, no, no. That's... going <laughs> 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 to start again. Sounds like we just went out a murdering. <laughs> no. Um... No, so right, we do we do date night at home every couple of weeks, and we take turns organizing it, so it's a surprise for the other person. And it's been going well so far. It's been going well. So we've done a few fun things, like we've done like a spa night, and then we did like painting in prosecco that I organized, which was great fun. Although I need to send you the photograph. Did you ever see the painting he did of me? So rude, right? No, look your face. Listen. It was so rude as if I chose to be a shit drawer. No, but I, I genuinely thought you were taking the piss. So we done these two. That was por- me trying my best. I know. As if I, I sat through fucking GCSE art every day, just going, I'm not going to try here because Sean, I'm going to have a date night with the owner in 30 years and fucking. Your perspective of size is so. You you genuinely I, drew Fiona from I started from too big. I started too Give big. Give me one eyebrow. One full unibrow. I mean, have a look. No, like, it was like, you genuinely drew a mixture between Fiona from Shrek and Helga from Hey Arnold. You drew a full ogre. <laughs> and like, anyway, mine was great. Mine's did look like you. Okay. And I, so whenever we, whenever we showed each other, we'd done the paintings of each other. And whenever we showed each other them, 
I was laughing because I thought Sean was trying to do a joke. <laughs> I thought your painting was like, ha look what I done to you. And you were like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, your joke painting? And you were like, I tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. It's so that's why Dion is not allowed back in the nursing home. <laughs> it's so bad. But the last was it the last one? I don't know. But a, a recent date night that you no. organised, which was class, was that we could be detectives for the night. Yeah, there was like a Norwegian company that um, have set up this detective kind of thing where they send you a big package in the post and it's all like newspaper cutouts and a YouTube like statements it's all fake linked obviously. to a video statements all about like a band and there was another one of like a wedding and then there's another one of like on a yacht and stuff as well so there's different ones that you can buy and you chose the band and one I chose the band one yeah and so the lead singer had apparently been killed on stage and we had to solve the crime had to go back and look for clues and go through all their... No, but like when I say, right, Sean had this place set up, like, so we had our living room, it had t- like a table sat out and two chairs, which was like, like the, what do you call that? Interrogation Interrogation room. room. He had the Alexa playing the radio sounds that you would hear from a car, a police car radio, like mm. 411. Had a magnifying glass. Donuts. Donuts. With donuts. Yeah. In a massive whiteboard that we could write all our clues on. And you had. I made a fucking like out of bin bags a person a, like a dead person, and then had like the white the, tape, around, the tape it. around them. And the crime scene like don't go like don't pass the crime scene tape and all that's why I thought that's why you had those bags from the crime scene. But obviously no, no, that wasn't from that crime I scene. Bought them last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we sat for like hours like trying to solve this murder. Got it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the manager. Um, we had to paint who we thought it was, and yeah, yeah. Nobody could tell from the painting who we thought it was, but it was really good. It was a good one. It was something really, really different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you're in charge of the next one, which was supposed to be about two weeks ago, yeah. and we haven't been able to do it because we just have not had the time. We I haven't know. had a spare evening to do the next date night, but I know what I'm going to do. Do you? So TBC, whenever we come back, I'll whenever whenever we're done it, we can talk about it then. But I can't say about it now because mm. you'll know, and it's meant to be a surprise. But we've done that because we've done that at home because we our kids go to bed at night and we, you can't leave. We can't leave. We don't really have. We've started using a babysitter actually in the evenings, um, but with we both have to go out to work or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's hard to like get a night out together or go out for dinner together or do something the gap baby free so we're like let's just do date night in the house yeah it's a great idea and that's anyone brilliant. I've spoken to about that have been like oh my god that's what we should do because you don't realise how many parents are trapped in the house after their kids go to bed I know I know I know like one can obviously leave but you always have to have somebody there to in case one of them wakes up like so Aye. just shite ruling it <laughs> yeah but, but like yeah so it's a good way of spending you know, time together and there's been a couple of times when I was pregnant with Rocky and say you were gigging and Winter was in bed and she doesn't like she normally would never wake up and I was like jeez I'd love a bag of Haribo and if I could just nip to the shop real quickly it's not worth it obviously I never did but you're sort of going would she know she wouldn't know like but the police mm. would yeah and you can't do in that in your statement in my statement in my fictional <laughs> statement yeah, yeah. Um. But I, that's a, I think it's a really good way of like getting in some quality time. Yeah. We watched Bagham recently as well, didn't we? Yes. Four episodes we over it? three weeks. Um, Who's ringing you? Our babysitter. Really? Hmm. Trish? Yeah. Do you want to answer it? Ah, fucking right, do Sorry, lads. Hello, Trish. Can you give him Kelpol? Oh no, definitely give him Kelpol. Is Kelpol in the front of the nappy bag? Aye. Has he been the cat long? Ah, um, oh, fuck, right, okay. Aye, well, I'll come get him as soon as we're finished recording very soon, right? And then, um, yeah. Has he drank his bottle? Aye. You know he only takes two and a half miles at his age? Aye, all right then. Right, we'll see you soon. Just take him out the front to cool him down even, Pat. Okay. All right, no bother. Thank you. Bye. He's got a wee temperature. It must be teething. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to get him some aluminium. You don't have to take it out. By the way, there was nothing, there was nothing there. That's, that's a, what did you say? I'll we'll have to give him some aluminium. 
He must be teething because he woke up this morning and he was roasting yeah. and she says he does have a temperature and she just she doesn't want to give him Calpol without asking me, which is very nice of her. Because she didn't know if we'd given him Calpol this morning already. But it was you could hear him sort of crying there in the background, yeah. but then he stopped. Um okay, so we bit off because he never cries when he's with other people. God love him. Um that's the thing, like you can't you cannot switch off. I know, I know. Even the last episode we recorded, my phone was going off constantly and it was Tom, my yeah. son. I was like... I know who Thomas. <laughs> for the listener. Or viewer. Yeah. Yeah, so it was almost like just... What do you do here? Like you just, it's so hard I for know. us to do anything together because obviously that's like, like why like the TV's on in the evening. That's why we have to do date night and the yeah. house. Even going to bed though at night too. It's like I can't sleep without my phone on vibrate because you just never know. Especially like my son's at university. Yeah. Do you know, my other son's over at his mum's house and you're like... You just... Ha- you, you just... You just want to turn your phone off sometimes and yeah. just be like, just put earplugs in. I know. But do you remember the night that we forgot to turn the monitor on? Now, Winter would sleep through the night anyway, so she doesn't like, she doesn't wake up. But I remember one night mm. waking up in the morning going, Oh my God, the monitor was on. We couldn't, like, so we couldn't hear Winter's room. Now, in saying that, Winter can climb out of her cot and walk into our room and does it every single morning, so it wasn't yeah. a problem. But that, like, that guilty feel when you've woken up and you're all, Oh my God. I don't have the monitor on the whole night, so I, I wasn't able to hear if she was like crying for something. But again, if she was crying it's for fine, something, though. she would get out of her cot and walk out and be like, yeah. bitches, can you not hear me And they're crying for something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I always put, do you know that there, um, do you ever see the like gif of like Colin uh, Murphy, no, Killian Murphy um, in Piggy Blinders and he like flicks the match and the whole house just goes behind him and he's just walking along with like a, a cigarette in his mouth that's what I picture winter really just like walking casually away from chaos behind her no <laughs> shits given just like whatever she's just blown something up or just chucked she chucked her remote yesterday and I know hit her son in the hit head. Rocky that's his first wee his first wee bite mm. round one winter round one um, so yes we did watch the Beckham documentary recently good times do you know what though you it was like two or three episodes in and you were like are you enjoying this like it's about football and I was all it's not about football for me I know it's, it's not. about the Beckhams? Yeah. Which is a different thing. But it was. Have you watched Beckham? No? You're, you're a United fan, aren't you? Ah, you, you need to watch it. It's, it's, it's quite football heavy, but um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I love watching like celebrity documentaries, like not celebrity reality shows, but documentaries yeah, of how, they got, how they, are, they got to where they are. How sort of work orientated they are and, you know, how just uh, what makes everything sort of... Yeah, how the did they become the big household yeah. name they are? Because mm. we've watched like Taylor Swift and even Justin Bieber and those ones, and you're like, oh, they do work their holes off, like yeah. Especially the people who create it for themselves, who like with like singer songwriters, I suppose, who like write write all their own music. But um, with the Beckham thing, like there's there's footage now of Rebecca Loose like interviews being like, oh yeah, she's ripping because she feels like he, like she's like we we clearly had an affair, and he's getting on as if like the world turned on him and his wife. And it's like, no, you, you had an affair and people weren't happy about it. But this is another thing I think's mad. Why does everyone care? About that or about Aye, it in general? Do you know why, like somebody has an affair and they like lose their job? And you're like, why? Mm. That's nothing to do with their job. I, I agree that people shouldn't have affairs. But like, that's nothing to do with their job. Why would you get fired from, a jo- from like a media job, like a TV job or whatever, because you had an affair? And it's like, but that's got nothing to do with it. I know, I know. It's weird, isn't it? It's like celebrities getting cancelled too because of tweets 15 years ago. Aye. And you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Everyone has said or done something like that in the past. You learn, you grow, you, yeah. you you're, everything changes. Like your, out view, your outlook, your Do your not go dig in one of our tweets, by the way, though that we've said this. I think I've deleted most of it. You Remember? did. You were doing Iron's Got Talent and we sat down for a good day and a half and went through your Twitter. I mean, Simon Cowell wanker, Simon Cowell dickhead. Just like... Searching keywords and yeah. the shit that came up about people, people living and dead. Yeah, me and John were like, delete. Yeah, woo. I was I that was mad. Uh, no, there was. <laughs> <laughs> this, Do you know why? Do you know why? Repeat the stuff that you had tweeted, but this is like whenever you're like starting out in comedy and you're like, I have to be controversial online, and yeah, it's the and like when I first started too, my material was very dark and it was almost like that shock humor, Joe, the old kind of Frankie Boyle. Yeah the really old Jimmy Carr stuff. So it was that's the kind of angle I was trying to take. And even though it worked in my favour doing live stuff, looking back, you're like, what you can never put that somewhere completely out of context and think that's okay and people mm-hmm. are going to get it. 
Yeah. So well, that, that's why I was that's like, it. like, a lot of it needs deleted. And then, yeah, but then also you don't mean it. Of course. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're yeah, just yeah. saying something, but people which would is, assume you yeah. mean it. Which is something too as well, because um, I remember tweeting something about, I said something, Joe, you know, uh, like as an example, right? Um, now, it was about this topic, but it, this isn't what I said, but it was something like, I'd rather do that than be the fat one from Little Mix. And then she put out a, like the obviously, you know, the documentary and stuff. And you're like, that's awful that I was like, she, I doubt she seen my tweet or whatever, but this was 10 years ago yeah. or whatever. But it's like people don't realise the effect that just your wee tweet of you just trying to be funny. Yeah, so you wouldn't have realised that because when you tweeted that you had no sort of social media presence and you were maybe new of to like course, social media yeah. so you said something like that. But yeah. even that... And, you, you, and you don't see celebrities as real people or, you know, you just see them as like targets for jokes and things that are, you know, if everybody's jumping on the, wa- the bandwagon and saying somebody's a dickhead or they're... They're ugly or something. You're just gonna. I'm just one more jump number on and go on that. right. Well, that's if that's a trend and issue or trend and topic. Mm. I'm gonna try and have a joke that does well off the back of it. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it mad that it's you awful. would never do that now? Never in a million years. Like it's so awful. cruel. Awful. So cruel. I know because you because that's the thing. I think whenever you work like when you do, even when you just do stuff. It used to be like when you're on TV, but now it's like when you just do stuff online. It's like the equivalent. Yeah. You're like fair, people just say, "Oh, you're fair game." Yeah, that's it. But then, yeah, there's always time and room to, to grow and change. And But that's the thing. It's like the whole cancel culture thing. I do think you should be allowed to go, well, I am obviously not that person right now. The same way I'm obviously not a 14-year-old who fancies a 14-year-old now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm like a completely different person than... Of course. Do you know what I mean? So you should be allowed to be like, well, I obviously don't agree with that. And is it okay mm. for me to say sorry and move on? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah we, we've had our fair sort of uh, our fair dealings with trolls over the years, haven't we? You're, you've still been getting one. I've got one at the minute. Yeah. I know. I've got two, actually. Have you? Yeah. Don't count me though, that's WhatsApp. Oh, I've got one then. <laughs> <laughs> WhatsApp's different. I've got two here, like, every day. It's unreal, isn't it? But I, it, do, it doesn't bother me. I think it's funny. You'd mm. be like, why did you block them? I'd be like, oh, I love reading it. I think it's funny. But it says so much about the other person, which is something that I no, didn't realise No, I should not until... say that. Please don't troll me. I don't think yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But just like, I, I'm not... Yeah, it's I'm, water off a duck's back I'm now not bothered is the point. It does not dealings. bother me. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it used to bother me when I started putting out like videos seven, eight years ago on social media. I used to get it every day from about 10 to 15 people. And you would, I would get to the point where I would just stop reading the comments. And even now, I think I'm almost like a bit... It, it takes me a while to go... I'll read a few comments because you do want to get that feedback where you think, is this good? Is yeah. it funny? Do you know, do, are people enjoying this? Because yeah. if they are, you'll do that you'll character do again or you'll give them something along the same lines. But you'll read 10 nice things and one bad thing and then one bad thing's all you remember. All the time. All the time. Mean? Like even when we would go through IVF and Belfast Live would run a story and you're like, you wouldn't dare read the comments even mm-hmm. though it's just two people trying to have a baby. Yeah. Two people who love each other and want to have a a, a a bigger family together. Yeah, and also and people are like, who? We, we not have to do with the dicks? article as well. It's like those things, yeah. like we don't have anything to do with it. They just print something. But you you still get people below being like, like the, I remember saying to people like, why the hell would you share this? And then the amount of people mm. were like, because it normalizes this and it makes it okay for other people who feel like they can, they should share it and they should talk about it as well. Yeah, I know you can't win. Um. What do you think is the hardest thing about having, like, blended family? Um, I think I've already said, just trying to spread yourself amongst everybody. That's and probably the hardest thing about having so many kids, like five kids. Yeah. Isn't it mad that there are people yeah. who have, like, ten? And more. And more. And more. Like, old Catholic families had... Dozens, do you know what I mean? But then didn't we read somewhere I keep saying that. <laughs> Don't mean to say talk talk about him. That um was like they all start wearing each other. Yeah. They're like a village. It. The older ones rear the, the younger ones. Yeah. Because the the mum's pregnant again. And then I saw a thing that was like mum math that I'm gonna say this wrong. I don't know if I said it before actually. Where it's like if you have one kid it feels like a hundred kids. If you have two kids, it feels like two kids. If you have Three kids, it feels like you have one kid. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Hold 
one kid. Okay, 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 okay. You have three kids, but you've got one with you right now. And so the video was like a mum holding the baby and goes, when you have one kid, it feels like you have like a hundred kids. But when you have two kids, it feels like you have like two kids. But when you have three kids and two of them's away, it feels like you have no kids. But you have one with you, but you're like, it's only one. Two of them's gone to like school. It feels like there's no kids here. That's the mum math. Yep. 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 That is what they say. But you not know, like, so for instance, whenever you have like winter and Rocky, it feels like you got a thousand kids about, but then whenever like winter goes to daycare and it's just Rocky, it feels like Rocky's not even there half the time. Yep. But for you, because you breastfeed. Okay. Well, for you, it's a lot more work. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, but you've not got rub tits, so it's fine. <laughs> no. Very true. I don't have rub tits now, but you get Prove it. Prove <laughs> it. <laughs> Do you get rub tits for a while? Brutal. Even the thought. Do you know why that's made me think of that there thing? Were you the talking about? Aye, what is it? Uh, my granny played for Liverpool. She nearly scored a goal. She'd done the splits and ripped her tits and the ball went up her hole. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why can you rub your tits? <laughs> well, yeah. But I know, but I just think about these like long tits to the ground and they get ripped. They've <laughs> 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 been describing tits as long. It's so silly. Right, let's finish up because our child's got a temperature somewhere. I mean, everybody has a temperature. I know. He's got a high temperature. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a he's got a high temperature somewhere. Yeah. Um, our Christmas show, Elf in Belfast, is on sale. We've added an extra week, um, and it's finally been written. Oh yeah, we wrote so it we this can week. Relax. Yeah, yeah. We literally wrote it this week. Yeah. First draft is complete. Is complete. Yeah. First and only draft is complete. Yeah. But um, we've sold two and a half thousand tickets. Nearly three thousand tickets Nearly are sold. 3, so there's tickets. not that many left. So <clears> yeah. So if you want to go, if you fancy a, a Christmas night out, there's a wee bit of wee bit of blue in it. There's a wee bit of there's swearing. Um, it's for over sixteen, so definitely don't bring kids. And it's an hour long. We need to say it as well for people come out and, and go. Think it's What's like two going hours? on? Yeah. It's, it's it's an hour long. Yeah, so, which is reflected in the price. It's like less than twenty quid. Oh, of course, but it means people can you know have a drink. Come yeah. in, watch an hour-long show, and then go and have the rest that's of their the dream. Christmas night I out. do not want to watch something that's like 45 minutes and 45 minutes, even though I just did the Hindu, which is exactly that. But like that for me, I'd rather like go and buy a drink, go in, watch a show that's one hour, and then go out and have drinks afterwards. Like That's exactly. ideal for me. Yeah. So that's that's what you can do for Elf and Belfast, and the tickets yeah. are in the Grand Opera House website, geohitch.co.uk. Yeah, your tour's on sale. Got Melf. Is on sale as well at shine.net or on my link tree or my Instagram bio. You can buy tickets. Um, the show has been upgraded to the Mandela Hall, which is exciting. Lovely. Can't wait. And I feel like it's very biographical. My tour starts in Derry and finishes in Belfast. What a time to be alive. <laughs> We're going to have a big party after Mandela. That's the last one, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to yeah. have a big party. That'll be great fun. Um, and again, if um, we're always looking for sponsors for the show, so if there's any mm-hmm. sponsors would like to get in touch, slip on the RDMs. Yeah, no trolling. Overnight. <laughs>